Hi guys, welcome back to Rhythm Overalls. I'm Tony, co-hosting with Mas. Hi guys. Our special guest. Hi. <laughs> Say your name. Say your name. your name. Mas. Yeah. You push your mic a little bit back. Oh, am I too okay? Am I too up in your business? Yeah, a little bit. I know it's gonna kill kill us in editing. Um, anyway, sorry, technicals. Um, how's everyone's week been? Any? How's your week been? Your teachers. Oh my gosh, no, my form tutor's onto me. You know, I'm not even exaggerating. She's she's discriminative. She's racist. She's she's no, she's a harasser. I don't care. How was <laughs> I just minding my own business today in form time? She was like. And nay, someone made her angry, you know, like she was acting like she woke up on the wrong side of the bed or something. She's like, and nay, get that stuff away, you head up, and I'm saying, I was like, who are you talking to? Like, I didn't do nothing to you. Honestly, these teachers, they think that they can get respect, but they don't respect you back. So why should you give them the respect? Mm, I feel that's that. That's the thing, that's the thing. We need to hop on to that. Mas, how was your week? Oh, it was good. I mean, obviously we had our music lesson and um, yeah, you know, just like regular family stuff, chores and taking care of the dogs. And yeah, that was honestly, it was a bit of a slow week this week. Oh, fair dues, fair dues, fair dues. So teachers. Oh, Tony, how was your week? I'm so how was my week? I was waiting for someone to ask. How was Tony's week? My week has been a bit of a roller coaster. I mean, I've been like, really happy and content with myself. I'm discovering new parts of me, being just like more creative and expressive in the way that I dress. But you know what? It took me it took me a few years to realize I had elbows as well. See your head, bro. <laughs> <laughs> your actual head. Um, yeah, I've been a little bit sad, but I've been very happy as well for reasons you know um but yeah. yeah it's been a it's been a normal week kind of what makes you guys sad yeah, i don't know man it's like it, the thing is yeah it's not technically about the thing it's more about i don't know because like sadness comes in so many layers mm. and, like there's angry sadness yeah. there's happy sadness there's sad sadness <laughs> Oh, scared, scared sadness is definitely the worst one, I think. Because, mm. you, you know, it's just... The feeling of, like, helplessness and stuff. Oh, my God, we got so deep so quickly. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, I, I feel like, you know, you see a lot of teens just laughing away the, the pain. And I, I think some, like most adults, seem to think that they're all right, but they're not. Sorry, off topic, but on topic. I saw a TikTok and it was like, we need to stop smiling in our photos because the other generations are going to think that like we're actually happy. Like when they look back at our pictures and see that we're all smiley and stuff. Yeah, it's like there's just there's just not much happiness at the moment, and I feel like we kind of smile and laugh at bad things to like create our own. Yeah. Because, you know, we're just kind of expected to, you know, brush it off and off you go and on on, on you drop, you know. <laughs> so we tend to 
tend to laugh at things that shouldn't uh, shouldn't really be funny but you know yeah like the thing is with feelings like some people like me I admit to this fully like when a situation is too intense or too awkward I just start busting up laughing Mm -hmm. I use it as a coping mechanism I can't take the situation that I'm in even in like when I'm confronting someone I can't do that I hate confronting people so I just laugh at it be like can you stop doing that yeah (laughs) instead of seeming like rude (laughs) (laughs) you know Um, what I mean like it's kind of a way to like ease the tension you know Mm, and it's 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 a shame because you know obviously it's not a comfortable emotion but you should be able it's it's healthy to be sad for a while it's healthy to be angry for a while you know it's healthy to feel these other things that we're feeling and sometimes it's okay to just like sit there and just be like you know what I'm sad and you're all just gonna have to deal with it for a little while I'll be back but for now yeah I'm I'm gonna do my thing in a sad way (laughs) Um, I had those days back in year 11, like, personally, I used to come in, like, just a bit ticked off, like, I was definitely sad, she'd try and make me laugh, and I'd be like, hey, look, be quiet, and I'm going to come back from this, just, I need a second to sit in my set. Rocco agrees. Honestly, I feel like school as well, school's not helping with people's mental health either, that's just making the sadness worse, to be honest, the way teachers treat people, and then the way they don't even see people getting bullied and that it's like wow more times they are the bullies yeah and I, I think we I think we touched on it on <clears throat> on the other episode I think we touched on it the mental health in schools is not not good not good at all and um I, I swear Tony has a uniform day coming up non-uniform day coming up and the the charity is Young Minds and you think these guys are paying for a mental health charity, and then you walk around the school, and it's just you look at the like the you look at like the school counselling section, and it's just it's terrible, it's so bad. I think the schools get away with it because when kids come home, they're usually like, "Oh, my teacher's this and my teacher's that," you know, and the parents are just like, "Oh, they just they just don't like school, they don't like being told off," and it's never really taken seriously, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mental health in schools is just such a such a big thing. I remember GCSEs were like the most stressful thing in the world because you had four subjects that you chose, plus like the staple like maths, English, science. Um, I we had to do RE as a mandatory subject because we were a school. And it's just like when I thought about how many subjects I had to do, I was just like, oh my gosh, that's insane. It, no kid can keep up with that and it's so stressful in itself even if you are like even if you don't have things going on at home and you know you're a good student you're advised like it's still extremely stressful and then you've got the kids who've got things going on at home who do have mental health issues and they're kind of just labeled as a problem child and yeah. they kind of just fall behind and they're treated the worst they're the kids that get put on report they're oh, you know, she's just lazy, she's in the home, and it's like, no, honey, she's depressed, she needs help, but, you know, you guys are too busy trying to make sure these kids get their GCSEs so that the school doesn't fall under, and it's like, I understand what you're trying to do, but you're not doing it in the right way. Yeah, like, if you want children to succeed, you should make sure they're doing okay as well, because they're not thinking about school. To be honest, I don't think any kid really cares about school, unless you really love school. 
it's just life, you know, like, school's just a part of life. It's not, mm. like, socialisation, if you know what I mean. Like, when you're socialising with people, that takes up the majority of your mind and what you're thinking about. School is minor. Throughout the whole time I was at school, um, they, they talked a good game, you know? Um, oh, we're here for you. We're here to help you achieve your dreams. We want you to get the best jobs. Blah, 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 blah. But at the times it really mattered, they let me down so harshly that, you know, really hurt. It made me hate the place. And it, you realise, like, honestly, kids, they're just statistics at the schools. They are. Because every school just wants to be the best. And... You know, you know what though? You do get those few teachers that really stand out that are there and you feel them, they actually care and they and they don't just say it, they show you, you know? That's the main thing because schools can say whatever they want. You have to judge schools on, based on what they do. Um, and yeah, you always get those few teachers that are really like there to help you and they believe in you and, you know, they're trying to make your life a little bit easier every day. And then you, you have the rest who just want you to like become a, 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 like a level nine all the way through student and they'll like suffocate you to get you there. You know, they don't they don't take into account that we're human beings. Like, I'm not a robot. I can't remember all this stuff for the exam. I can't do it. I think schools take advantage of the fact that like kids are sponges and we like do absorb a lot of information. I feel like just like here, the three of us, we definitely yeah. down have a bunch of background knowledge on a plethora of issues and subjects and just random topics. But it's like, if you force me to sit down in a chemistry classroom and ask me to tell you what ionic bonding is, I don't really care. So. Yeah, exactly. Like even now, like what I'm doing, I'm, I'm revising for my mocks now. I'm, getting ready for my GCSEs which I'm not looking forward to because I don't think yeah that we should have to stress we missed the whole of year nine we didn't get any of that time to revise we wasn't really giving a good chance mm. and now they're still going hard on us like oh you have to like, do the GCSEs blah 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 I, I wish I had advice for you but like me and Tony were in like the twilight year where we didn't have to do them yeah. We were we were the yeah. escapees. Like um, I wish I had advice for you, but yeah, we just struggled throughout the whole thing. One thing I will say is, um, they put a lot of stress on GCSEs, and now that I'm at A levels, I'm like, my GCSEs don't really mean very much. Um, obviously, like try your hardest, but like, don't kill yourself for a number on a piece of paper, ever. Yeah. Because there are so many other ways to get jobs and like, you really only need to pass your English, pass your maths, you'll literally be, you'll be fine. Yeah. Honestly, like I got all these subjects, like I did like another language, I did geography and all that. And really, if you get the basics, most colleges, but obviously if you're trying to go above and beyond, don't listen to us and, you know, do, do something specific or a hard subject whatever it's not like we're not trying to say oh this is a waste of time but the fact of the matter is 
if you're looking to just get in college or whatever, you don't need to do all these fancy stuff and break your back trying to yeah. carry all these subjects. And schools really just lie to you to get them to get them statistics up. Honestly, like I don't even care what my school thinks of me because all these years I've been a good student. Now they want to turn on me. Like all these teachers, like what's wrong with them? Like honestly, but like right now I know what I want to do. Like I'm obviously want to pursue my career in music. I definitely want to go Brit school because that school is just amazing. You can express yourself there. No one yeah. will judge you because you all want the same things. Um, I wanted to go to a music school, and the main reason why I couldn't go was because um, I was too far away. But um, it's sick form. Like I'm doing subjects that I'm interested in. Like I do psychology. I want to be a psychotherapist and eventually get a doctorate in psychology. But I also love my music, which again gives us the whole battle of rhythm overalls. Ah, you see what I did there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Hey. Um. But yeah, like I'm still. I'm gonna sing until the day. Like possibly, and even if you know, I do hope that you get into the Brit school. I feel like you'd be amazing there. Um, even if you don't, it's not the end of the road. Yes, music is always because there's many exactly like there's many music schools, and I'm not gonna get upset just because I didn't achieve one thing. Because people go through so much to get where they want to get to. Like half of these people, they like half these celebrities all these musicians they've been homeless they've had it worse than me like yeah I always think about that as well I just deep it like how they came from such a worse place and they made the best of themselves like the thing is as well if you go to be honest this is why I'm now I was gonna go drama school but now I'm like where am I going because wherever you go you're gonna meet people and if you go to music school, you're probably going to make so many good connections. You'll probably find a band. You'll get to guitarists and pianists and producers there. And, you know, you, it's, it'll be so good for your, for your future. And that's, that's why I'm like, yeah. you know, where am I going come September? What, what, what am I going to do? What am I going to pick? Honestly, you don't even need to stress um, it now as well. Because even though we, ha- we know we have to plan what we're going to do when we're older, it's not like we have to know now. Like, we can't force ourselves to know, if you know what I mean. To be, be completely honest, at the end of the day, you can make plans and you can have a routine and that kind of thing. That's fine. But life is going to take you where life is going to take you. And you can't stop it or change it that much. Obviously, working hard will give you a better chance and you'll be better for that. But life is going to take you where you're going. It's, you yeah. know? Truly. You know, we make plans and life is like, oh, that's funny. Anyway, <laughs> it's going <laughs> to, you yes. say you want to go right, but actually going left, but do you? Yeah. Um, I don't know what Maz was saying about drama. Um, a lot of like acting gigs, they're just like no experience required. You can get a really big role as your first gig. Yeah. And as long as you're good and you do it to the best that you can and they like you, you're, you're fine all of that yeah. paperwork you know yeah. why do you need white man paperwork for real <laughs> <Freak>. <laughs> I 
three. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Honestly, like just be authentic when you're going on auditions because they don't want a perfect person. They want someone that would fill the role and be themselves while they're doing it. They don't want Barbie. Honestly. Yeah. The thing is, though, I don't know why that was It's so hard to to get into the acting career, and the reason why, and I'm not talking about all the things that other people talk about. Oh, it's competitive. It's hard because of the rejections. You get rejected so much. Most of them don't even reply. When they're like, oh, email us your details and we'll get it. Most of them don't even reply. They don't even give you a second of their time. The reject. There are so many rejections and stuff. And it's just, it's a long, long road to actually get parts and prove yourself. And a lot of people just can't understandably can't stomach it half the way throughout because it really plays with your head hmm. yeah. I feel like the creative really art does. in education is is getting the back end of it because they're cutting funding for music they're cutting funding it's upon. yeah um they're like yeah. it's not a real job and it's like you watch tv every day they've got real jobs and um, exactly. you don't have to be on the big screen to be in the film industry. You could be producing, you could be a writer, you could be Directing. a creative director, you could design clothing, you could, you could be exactly. the acting, you could be a stunt double. There's so many backgrounds to it that people just don't care enough to, um, I guess, give credit to. And they're just ready to shoot down any yeah. creative ideas. I mean- you know what I think is funny, though? Um, it's the fact that, like, obviously with art and musical theatre, drama, music, all of that, you know, the mentality is like, oh, you know, it's good for a hobby, but you'll never get far. Whereas in PE and especially football, they're all like, oh, you can be the next footballer, you can be a millionaire, you can be all these things. It's like, are you serious? Do you know how hard like, it is to play different. sports like that? And you can only it. You can only play it for a certain amount of time before you're like you're you get injured or your knees give in or your back gives in. It's like it's not secure at all. And I feel that the schools encourage sports, but they don't encourage like musicians. Even if your voice stops working, you can sell your you can sell the songs you write and still exactly make make a living. And it's like it's so such a more secure kind of gig than other things that are like praised and you you should be trying to reach these things it's like do you know what? like everyone's like oh I want my I want my kids to be a doctor or I want my kids to be a certain do you know how competitive and hard it is to get into that business not even just competitive well. be a doctor Mental. you you're in school for 14 years you can have a doctorate yeah. and have never not, yeah. I'm not gonna say never but don't have that much experience working in a hospital like if they left you alone you'd probably kill someone um it's not easy on yeah. you mentally. it's not easy on you financially school is expensive university is expensive to get a doctorate yeah. lots of money lots of time it's not an easy thing like even a lawyer what is it i think it's like seven years of training who has time for that i mean well, if you want to be a lawyer you could pursue it but i don't have time for that that's, you're, you're literally, school's taking over their lives. 
they're not living at all yeah like at that age I'm not saying you should go and rave and drink and smoke weed and like do all of that (laughs) but you should have a good time at your young years because you know we're going to be all grannies with our pains and then they're gonna be like oh I wish I I wish I I went to the club at that time you know (laughs) and the thing is if kids aren't allowed to experiment and do all these different things they're never going to figure out what it is they want to be like I found out I wanted to do music because I was given opportunity to to try it out and um obviously you know I, I got to sing nursery rhymes and then as I grew up, I was like, oh, this is a fun thing for me to do. I enjoy this. And then obviously when I kind of hit my teenage years, I was like, I, this is what I want to do. Obviously, I told my family something completely different. I was like, oh, I'm going to be a vet. But we're not going to talk about that. That was just the cover story. The real story <laughs> is that obviously music is what I'm going to do. And, you know, but like, for example, kids who do art, you know, it's different for them. Like kids who draw or paint because it's not, even with music, you can still find some people who are going to help you. Whereas I feel like with art, even the art teachers and everyone's like, oh, it's so, you know, it's hard. It's, it's so hard to find, like, teachers who are actually passionate. Yeah. yeah. A lot of them tried to make it big and yeah. didn't get there. So they went into teaching. And so they're, they're, they're quite hopeless, to be honest. Not they in the, they're good teachers, but I mean, like, their spirit is a bit broken. Mm. Um, Sorry. It's okay. It's the delay. It's not new. Um, I feel like for a lot of people, teaching is, like, a second option. Like, oh, I can't get a job in this industry right now. Right, I've got the degree. Let me go teach. And I feel like, okay, fair enough. Get your degree. But there are so many teachers out there that, like, you, you're actually shaping a young person's mind. And if you're being discouraging and you tell them that, you know, there's a lot of people out there that have been told they'll never amount to anything, they'll probably get pregnant young, do drugs young, end up on benefits, something really disheartening. And it's just like, what you say to these young kids sticks with them forever. These are early years. This is like like, the next generation. And they're discouraging them, telling them they're not good enough or they're, what's it called? Do you know what my school's doing now? They're adding another set, a lower set. Oh so that's just even worse for all the kids because if they get put oh, there... Man. Like, I can't believe this world right now. It's ridiculous. The thing is, yeah, I've always had a problem with, like, authority. So if someone tells me not to do something, there is a thousand million percent chance I'm going to do it. So when people tell me, oh, you know, oh, it's too hard... You're not going to make it. Only a small amount of people makes it. You know, what What if, what if this, what if that? It makes me want to do it even more. Whereas some kids will be really thrown off by that and will probably end up ending up doing something they, they're not happy doing. It's, it's, it sucks because it's wasted talent, to be honest. With the sets, I feel like, like you said, they're making a new set. I personally would look at the teacher and be like, what is going on with your students? Like, what is in your teaching that your students don't understand that we've got to make a, another set to teach them a lot slower? Like, maybe try and fine-tune their, their teaching or, you know, have a, a lunch club where the kids can come and, you know, just give them a little extra boost. 
and get them back on track like me it's disheartening to be like yeah we've made a set a and you're in it there you go off you trot yeah isn't it like oh set a is such a mean you can't put kids in set a People are just so rude. Like people use their sets against you and use their sets as a representation of their intelligence. Like, bro, you cheated to get up there. Shut up. Like like, I'm in set one for history. I'm only in set one because our classes are weird. Like our classes go in odd numbers are the same classes and then even numbers are the same classes. So the even numbers will have English and the odd numbers will have maths or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it will go like that for other day. I'm in set one for history. Half of the boys in there, they don't know who they're messing with. <laughs> they think oh, everything's just <laughs> a joke. They think that they're better than everyone just because they're in the top set. Like, bro, like you play Fortnite. Shut up. I feel like a lot of teachers make the <laughs> kids in top set feel like they're like yeah I'm up there kind of what we were saying about like in our past episode with the netball girls the teachers make these kids feel like they're smart not saying that they're not but yeah academic smart and life smart are two different things and it's just like if someone's in set one forever but they're really immature and they don't have any emotional intelligence you're a little bit screwed socially might get a good job but people might not like you there and it's just like Oh, for sure. You'll say the wrong thing to the wrong person and you'll be finished. Like, like I don't want to, I don't want to name names, but I was in set one science, shouldn't have been there. Let me just start off by saying that. Yeah. Yes, I had no idea what was going on. Um, but there was this one guy we were talking one day and we were saying something about Rihanna and he was like, who's Rihanna? And at first, I was like, no, it was like, Beyonce. Oh my God, you don't know Rihanna, you know. But oh, obviously, I was joking with you. But then, oh, it was Beyonce, yes. And I was like, how do you not know Beyonce? <laughs> and then I actually sat and thought about it. And I'm like, you've had so little social interaction that the name Beyonce has never come up. Like, that's it, Beyonce is a household name. Everyone knows, even if you don't listen to her music, you, you know who she is. Yeah. It's, it's like kids just aren't. There are some kids that just don't talk to other children. They they genuinely just do not talk to people. Yeah, it's sad. It's a bit crazy. Um, I think one thing that's crazy to think is that, like, for example, I'm 16, about to be 17. I've been in school since age four. Like, honestly, school's just taken over our lives. I can't wait to leave school, pursue my dreams. I don't know about y'all, but we're going to meet and have a good time, yeah? We're going to go karaoke night or something. Can I can I say, though, like, as someone who took GCC music, it's just music history. It was rough. I, yeah. I liked the part where, you know, you're learning about the music around the world right now. Like, you know, you learn about Bangra and the other ones that I can't remember off the top of my head. You learn about Greek music. <laughs> But, you know, you learn about all the different sounds. Yeah, all the different instruments. 
And, you know, that part was so fun to me because, you know, that's where inspiration comes from. You have to listen to other people and hear other people's sound and that kind of thing. Then the rest of it was like, oh, this guy made this song at this time. I don't care. (laughs) I don't don't care. I'm sorry. I'm never going to need this. Like, oh, my God, this girl, have you seen her? She just released a new track, but she doesn't know when Beethoven's Fifth Symphony comes out. So we don't stand her. <laughs> like, come on now, it's never gonna be like that. It's never gonna be the Like let, Honestly, let kids who, who want to do music focus more on the music. But at my school oh, they've scrapped yeah. music. We're not doing music well, GCC anymore. They've scrapped music. We're doing what? music B Tech. We're only doing music B Tech now on the computers. On the computer. It's okay. Yeah. On the computers. And nay, that would break my heart. I'm actually. You're not even doing music, you're just producing. Yeah. I mean, it's a good skill to have, but I want to play my piano. Yeah, of course, but still. Um, No, do you know what's actually good about the course, though? We're learning about different parts of the music industry. Like, but it's kind of boring. Like, we're learning about the manager and the artist and repertoire and all of that. Yeah, don't even get me started. I don't even remember the definitions of those names. Yeah, I'm I'm sure there's a lot of boring bits, but obviously you, you do need the boring bits as well. There's going to be yeah. boring bits in any job you go into, but, you know, that's good though, you know, like try and remember some of that stuff because it, it will help you out. But like the, the, um, the actual like, when, because when, me and Tony did Music GCC, the actual requirements for like your song to be graded, your project that you make, are inset like it's mental and i understand because like you know it's art how do you grade art but like the actual requirements and the things that we needed in our songs was just it made them sound disgusting and me and tony (laughs) just sat there at the end of every lesson like this would be so much better if we didn't need that or we could remove that or we didn't need to do this bit here like oh imagine Um, imagine the teacher's like oh add an accordion yeah (laughs) (laughs) I don't want no accordion. This is not um, that kind of jam. <laughs> we'd write like a really nice song. Like it might not have a bass. Like you're at a really pretty song and it's meaningful and the lyrics are there. And he's like, oh, this is nice. Where's your bass line? My bass what? It, it doesn't need one. It sounds perfect. Where's the drum kit? Like, oh, you should add more chords here. The melody's too repetitive. It's, it's just, they don't give you enough credit. And it's just like, you know what? You wrote the song then, since you know yeah. everything. <laughs> the biggest thing for me was like, you know, you'd finish a song and it would have the things you wanted in it. And you'd be all right with it. And, you know, you'd really be exercising, especially if you chose like vocals as your main thing that you wanted to be graded on. You'd have like your highs and your lows and all that. And then he was like, oh, um, ch- you need to change the. Uh, you need to change the. Um, you need to. You need to add a key change. Add a key oh. change. What was that? You add a key change. Why do we have to have a key change? Like, make like, the make the whole song a bit higher. Like it does. It's so cheesy. Oh, and it's so cringe. It. And it's so three decades ago. Like you sing it. You you sing like Mariah Carey. Gone then. I'm waiting. Don't be shy. 
Like, bro, if I if I was listening to I'm sorry, and I know it's a bit mad and it's probably just my preference, but if I'm listening to a banging song and then I hear a key change, I'm just gonna be like, oh, that's so that's so cringe. And and I'd probably turn it off. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh yeah, like, there are some good songs song out there with key change. Yeah, like Whitney Houston, she did some good ones. Like in what's it called? What's that song? I'm every woman. <laughs> sorry, I'm not in that. <laughs> I thought it was today. But you know that song? Like, you, she does that. And Beyonce is all love on top. Every woman, it's yeah. all in me. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and love on top's good as well. Thing is, though. Love on top yeah. is insane. I think it's. I think it's not so much that, like, maybe maybe the key change is just, like, my thing. But I think the point is that, like, they're trying to make your music all the same. Like, they're trying yeah. to make it follow the same formula. Or, you know, like verse, commercial course, verse course, if you're pop, if you're rock, you should have this. If you're this genre, you should have these things. It's like, no, that's not how real music is anymore. I, uh, think I, this... I came to this subject so you can teach me a few skills so I can vibe, bro. I think this perfectly just links back into wanting to make us all robots, you know, perfect, straight, like, ace. Yeah. It's it's not achievable. Yeah. If we were all the same, life would be boring. And life is already quite boring, and you're trying to make it worse. So, like, okay. it's just, it's sad to see. I understand they want us, again, to be successful, but it's just sad to see them trying to make us the same they're always scheming like you know being different in like uniqueness but no one wants to let us be unique anyone with an original thought or who behaves differently is like beaten into place and that's why i think mm. kids enjoy watching like class clowns like wind up the teacher or whatever because they're not afraid to just push the boundaries and just do something that's not on the planner do you know what i mean the thing about gel is that um Teachers and students play the same role as a guard and a prisoner. Um, there's a lot of hostility and there's this power dynamic and we have less than a minute left. And it's upsetting to see that they want to control yeah, us. Yeah, we're going to have to say. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. Okay, final question real quick. Yeah, speaking of control. Lo- Sorry. Final question, just to wrap this up. The delay is killing us. Yes. Um, do you choose rhythm or do you choose rules? Rhythm. Of course, rhythm. Never the rules. Never the rules. On the rules. Crap the rules, man. Crap them. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys.